0: Hi I'm what happens when a Virgo Libra cusp and a Taurus decide to have a baby. This kind of Capricorn <laughs> I'm Sandra, welcome to my mixtape. I'm tired and you are,
1: are. Genuine, shape and, age.
0: and this is. Capitalism. Thanks. I hate it. Honestly, we're so in sync right now. It's been a crazy week. I am going to put on my earphones for this to make sure that our audio quality is good. But, my God, Hosan, I hate to even say it. What have I missed? Well,
1: this week has been quite crazy for me.
0: Mm-hmm. For a
1: lot of reasons. Number one is, of course! The Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer dropping. Yeah, it's that that has taken up a lot of my time. I literally spent the whole day sitting there, like, what do I say now?
0: Agreed, agreed. agreed. Oh my god, I sound so loud to me, but then if I showed you the recording, this is how I sound, like. Ooh, ooh. Uh, so I might not listen by earphones for myself because I just, I can't have it. I can't have it. Oof. Sorry to earphone users for my voice. <laughs> so, Winter Soldier, can we just say what an absolute turn of events for 2020?
1: Exactly. Like... like- I was counting stuff, and I was talking to my friend, and we figured there's a hundred new stuff coming from Marvel.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Like, have you seen Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop as the new Hawkeye? No. in a black suit. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god, I stun. Bro, like, how dare they? How dare they go off like this? Did, was it you that sent me the TikTok? Which one? about Disney uh, and Netflix this
1: week? I think about it with Aideen, because I feel like I've been sent the
0: same one. Aideen, what a feckin' queen. She's been feeding me gold in terms of TikTok content. It's literally Netflix and Disney in a room together, as if it was like an interview. Yeah. And they're like, so I guess you heard what happened this week. And Netflix was like, what? And then it's just like a whole montage of Winter Soldier. And they're like, and there's more to come. And Netflix like, oh. and then he's like, boo. And Netflix just like walk runs, just runs out of the room.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm living, living. Like, there's
1: new stuff they announced. Like, there's gonna be a Obi Wan Kenobi series. There's gonna be a little Groot series. There's gonna be. There's gonna be a little Groot. Yeah. There's gonna be a series on T- uh, Tiana, Moana, uh, Zootopia, and.
0: Baymax. Oh my God. Oh,
1: Baymax! B-
0: I love all of these characters. Kazan, yeah, like, I know like you have news Sunday. for me because we said it before the podcast, but can I just say to you, yeah. I finished Bly Manor. <gasps>
1: Pretty
0: big. I was in love. I I couldn't have asked for a better ending without the certain character surviving but that ending was just so beautiful um, I was coaxed slowly like a baby learning to walk to watch Bly Manor so it took a lot folks but we made it and I can say it was all worth it
1: yeah I would say though I prefer Haunting of the Hill House to Bly Manor I know I've said this before but I do mainly because this uh, Haunting of Blind Manor is like Romantic love story, which is why I recommend it so much. This, you, you
0: have to watch. Mhm, so uh, what'd you rate it out of ten? Eleven. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, just eleven spooks out of eleven spooks. Um, but I've been told that I'm going to be convinced to watch *Haunting of Hill House* as well. So, who's surprised? Not me. Um, haven't mentioned, finished The Mandalorian, yeah, neither has exactly. Hosan, so I feel like we're on the same wavelength. This week has been so busy and so weird for me. Hosanne, yeah. what have I missed in your household?
1: So, very exciting news, my mom decided she is going to be not wasting her time like her sons and daughters. And she decided to make a YouTube channel, and she's already uploaded two videos. It's called Food and Hobbies, and I'm very proud of her because she's very passionate
0: about it. I'm Um, so happy with your mama right now. (laughs) It took me so long to start a YouTube channel for us because I was like, what's the point? We have everything live. But the fact that she's dedicated to it and it's called Food and Hobbies. Yeah,
1: it's basically like um, her uploading her favorite recipes and her showing like how you can... um, like certain arts and crafts because she loves arts and crafts and uh how you can make a shirt out of a fabric or how to sew up jeans in a better way and i'm just like you do what you love i'm gonna sit over here and be worthless but you do what you could you.
0: could i subscribe to your mom's youtube channel with our youtube channel or would it yeah, offend sure.
1: her no i wouldn't but the like more subscribers, Jess, the happier she'll be.
0: oh okay i'm gonna research it now <laughs> I'm so excited for her. If she needs any help, we're there for her. But also, can we just say today's today's sponsor is Food and Hobbies on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Hobbies. I'm gonna, I'm really, I really hope I find it. Hob, hobbies.
1: It has
0: a blue icon, I think. Ooh, okay.
1: Let me see, let me see.
0: How many videos does she have? One video or two?
1: Two. She has two. One is about like a dessert and the other is about making Each with eggs inside them.
0: Yes. Yes. I found it. I found it. She. She has 72 subscribers. Well, 73 now.
1: Honey, yeah. she is doing well. Yeah, like when all of our family found out, they were like, no way! Because everyone loves their mom's love cooking. And they're like, oh, watch me get these good recipes
0: of your mom hmm mm-hmm. I forgot I need to I need to share our channel on messenger because if I share on messenger then we'll get more subscribers that's good. yeah so remind me later this week has been a bit hectic it's been weird I don't know if it's because of eclipse season or what but maybe that's just me blaming it on the stars again
1: yeah what have I missed with you
0: oh my god i'm going on a date this week Mm. yeah i don't even (laughs) yeah i know i'm on a date with this week so it sent me into a bit of a you know how i am i can't just like normally go out i have to panic first even with our friends that would be weird that would be weird (laughs) no i have to panic first so i've been planning and stuff i've been drawing and I know we said we wouldn't bring back baby cop books. And then what did we both do this week? <laughs> I say within an hour on our stories, what did we say? Like, what did you say on your story, first of all?
1: I said on my story that <laughs> I'm not saving money to buy, for, I'm not saving money for my future family or children. I'm saving money to get tattoos of motorbike and books.
0: My brother supported this. I also do support it and I um, went to my snapchat story where there's less people and I said um what did I say oh yeah <laughs> I said um not me buying books and I just took a photo of the new book that I got so that's how me and Hosan have been doing we let that capitalist machine take over us and yeah. You shouldn't be surprised. I don't know why you would be surprised at this yeah. point, because
1: I have to say though, I want to buy myself a book for Christmas, right? Because I, I realized I bought twelve books this year. That's what everyone like. Oh wow! Bought, like four at the same time. So, but they were all like from St. Vincent's because my favorite shop to get like vintage. Oh yeah, it's
0: so good. Yeah.
1: So, and um, so I'm stuck. I'm act- I actually wanted to put this on my story, but then I forgot about it. I'm confused as to whether I should finish my Dan Brown collection, because I only have two more books from that. I only need to buy Origin and The Lost Symbol, mm-hmm. both of which are 9 euro, so it's a good price for that book. Yeah. Or should I get The Shining and Doctor Sleep, which are also both 9 euro, because they're my favorite horror books? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. should I buy Rumpel Buttercup by Matthew Gray Googler, which is 13 euro?
0: So tell me the prices again. I already heard the the synopsis kind of stuff, but I want to yeah. know the prices.
1: So, The Shining is nine euros seven cents. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sleep is nine euro eight cents. The Lost Origin is nine euro twelve cents, and then the Lost Sy- the no Origin is nine euro twelve cents, and then the Lost Symbol is nine euro twelve cents as well, and then. Rumble Buttercup is thirteen euro
0: forty two cents. Okay, so thirteen euro one, I would say wait, see if it gets cheaper. Yeah. Um, then pick between the other ones.
1: Yeah, because I'm confused. Because I'm like, I could either finish my Dan Brown collection. Mhm. Or I could get my favorite horror books, and I'm stuck. You should get and your favorite I asked my horror. Sister, and she said, "Don't you have two lab reports to do?" And I'm like, "This is clearly more vital." <laughs>
0: For you. um she's not wrong what can i say i'm not the best person to go for that but i'm glad that at least we're supporting local yeah because in case anyone hasn't heard amazon is now adding tariffs to anyone who buys stuff that isn't in the uk well yeah. that was what was emailed to me it might be different in different places um and i have never been so glad that i got this beautiful mic from curry's pc world So support local. There's a lot of people that are actually championing for that. Um, are you two in love or podcast has given a lot of great resources for that. Darcy's candles based in Drahada has given a few resources and they're Drogheda based anyway. Um, there's a few makeup brands that are Drogheda based. There's a few, or just East coast. Um, uh, quarantine FM has done like all around Ireland, uh, Christmas yeah. shopping or holiday shopping and um, we're loving it. We are loving it. I
1: would it. say though, if you were to buy a book, mm-hmm. um, the website I, was, I used to buy from Amazon mm-hmm. but I've changed and it's from, I think a shop was the first person to recommend this to me. Book Depository? We, I think we've talked about it before.
0: But... I hate to say it to you. Well. I think it's owned by Amazon. Uh, I will google it now. But I will tell you if it is or is
1: not. so sad because I love Book Depository.
0: And they're really good. That's why I'm like...
1: And you get a free bookmark.
0: But in fairness, I'd rather buy from Book Depository than Amazon itself.
1: Yeah. Like I try to find most of my books from like St. Vincent or Enable naval because I know that they give their books to charity, I
0: think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But
1: on the rare occasion, it's hard to find books like one book or one or like editions or whatever
0: owner. Yeah, it's owned by Amazon. I'm sorry. <sighs> well,
1: I'm still not buy from
0: but buy- if you buy from Book Depository, I still think you're valid. If you're buying from from Book Depository, you're so valid. Mm. I buy from Waterstones just because we have a local one. It's hit or miss. It depends on the season. I feel like for Pride season and for certain stuff it's good. They currently have a shelf of like classics like Emma by Jane Austen. Um I haven't watched the movie yet. I know. I'm I'm so out of touch. <laughs> I say as there is a scarf on my head. No, I haven't um seen that. I I wanted to buy punching the air, so I didn't get into that. I don't know. I just feel very tired this week. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I
1: know what you mean. Like I slept so I I'm still like I slept so much, but then I also slept so little this week. Mm-hmm. Like I, like two. I sleep at like two a.m. and then I wake up at like seven,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then I do I go on my phone and then I pass out until
0: tomorrow. No, it's hard. Do you still have online classes or just the lab reports?
1: Um, I have lectures I'm meant to be attending that I don't attend. So
0: I don't condone that behavior. Can I just say?
1: See, I just sit there and I realize the whole time that she's there talking with my professors, I'm just staring at the wall. It's like I could be doing actual work right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, whenever they talk, I zone out anyways. I'm
0: just writing my notes. And I, could, I was like, what if I just stop listening to them and just write my notes anyway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even blame you. I don't think even your lecturers blame you. But I saw yeah. that really cute video that you sent me of these kids. They always have their camera off for their Zoom calls. And their teacher was like, you always have your camera off for Zoom calls. Like, I understand, but it's so hard to teach like this and they were like yeah we know Mr. B so we have a surprise prepared and he's like does it involve your cameras being turned on and they're like maybe and then they were like okay guys let's go and they all put up a sign saying we appreciate you thank you so much Dr. Brown or Mr. Brown and I was like that's so cute and so sweet (sighs) support your people just support your
1: people like I do um, like I not one of those people that would hate my teacher mm-hmm. because cause I know how hard it is to teach from home as well yeah you have to, like, your home is meant to be the one place where you're just yourself
0: exactly you
1: know? case in point this podcast
0: exactly <laughs> yeah I just finished porridge with peanut butter and chocolate so got that protein in y'all speaking of which you know what my favorite peanut butter is it took me a while it's the smooth peanut butter by kelkins which is an irish brand it's made with peanuts only from what i know and it has no palm oil and it says on the top it says like separation is natural so give me a stir because literally you know how the oil collects at the top sometimes and stuff so i love it i know that's such a little thing but
1: yeah i to burst your bubble but I absolutely despise peanut butter. Yeah. I didn't yeah. expect this <laughs>
0: I'm not even I'm my bubble isn't burst but I'm just I'm a little confused. Yeah I hate peanut butter and um, i I one of my family doesn't
1: know I think it's so disgusting.
0: So you're it's telling me it. the way to your family's heart is peanut butter. But I have to slide you a chocolate spread. <laughs> yeah. If it's gotta be, it's gotta be. i got
1: peanut butter. It's nearly gone in like two days. And I'm just there like you're disgusting mold.
0: You undignified.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't like it.
0: That's okay. That's okay. I don't know. We kind of slipped into Baby Got Books there. So I guess... Kinda. I guess Back we comes. should slip in i should say um i'm gonna post an instagram story because hosan might forget of all the books that she's uh said in this podcast so hosan give me a list of the books you're choosing from and i will start writing them down as soon as i can let me see if i can get a pen in this place can i can i get a place in this place okay what are the books that you want to purchase and haven't been able to choose from okay
1: so i can't pick from
0: rumple buttercup R- R- rumple buttercup i mean it gives me very much the powerpuff girl vibes and i understand
1: <laughs> yeah the reason i wanted to get it is not is because while i think the uh, anime uh, like the drawings are very good and all that. And the fact that it's written by Matthew Gay Cooper. It's about, like, how finding yourself is is a hard journey. Yeah. But it's one that's worth it.
0: Yeah. I think that's really important.
1: Yeah. I don't really have any inspirational books. Most of my books involve people dying.
0: Yeah. Them. It should be noted that I think the legends that we chose today um, really describes our personalities
1: yeah actually i have something to tell you when we uh, talk about it so (laughs) would
0: you like to tell me that
1: okay i was basically thinking and i was like huh sandra's doing a unicorn and i'm doing uh what do you call it a eagle." sandra is the light and the goodness that everyone wants to go close to And I'm the unfathomed cannibalism that haunts everyone inside. We're the yin and yang.
0: My star sign on Snapchat does say I'm yang. And I'm pretty sure yours says yin. Yeah. I'm sorry,
1: if anyone wasn't convinced that me and Sandra are platonic soulmates, I hate to say it, but Snapchat just confirmed it.
0: no cap platonic yep. soulmate <laughs> if no someone problem. could draw us as a ying and yang i would put it on my wall or like yes. a sticker or something you know what i mean i just i really like that idea i'd also like to thank the i think it's 235 followers i have that have been constant this month thank All you right. very much i'd like to thank our six uh followers on spotify and 13 listeners from whatever country in the world you're from and uh our youtube audience who are very few but very appreciated also yes. uh google podcasts i haven't checked in on you in a while but you didn't seem to have anyone hope you're okay tell me the rest of your books before i go off track
1: um okay so the shining By Stephen King.
0: Oh my god, my boy King. I cannot read his books. You can't? I tried to read it and I.
1: Okay, but you start off with the hard one. It is difficult even for me to read. I have to read it again because when I read it for the first time when I was 13, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. So
0: boring. I haven't read Hamlet and I feel like one day on the pod, I just have to read Hamlet with you. Because I feel like otherwise I won't get through it, I need to make it interactive.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I have like an audio We should
1: should definitely do an episode where we read Hamlet. That would be the best
0: episode. Do you wanna do it next week?
1: Do you wanna do it next week? Who is it? Like
0: a we're in the podcast
1: oh. i'm gonna i'm gonna mute oh shoot oh, go again okay i'm sorry for anyone who had to listen to that i'm i'm sorry for not being professional because i don't know what they were
0: thinking of doing. Yeah, something to do with money, so, you know, it was a bit hectic. I yeah. pressed the mute button though, and it worked. Thank you to the Blue Yeti. Very nice. Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we said The Shining by Stephen King. Go ahead.
1: Doctor Sleep by Stephen King. Yeah. Um, Origin by Dan Brown.
0: And our episode today is um... The origin of, of Very myth silly. myths, mythical origins. And yeah.
1: The lost symbol by Dan Brown. I've never been thinking about this for like the past week, and I'm like, I still can't pick.
0: It's a lot. I'm going to, rank them all on my Instagram, and people will get to vote. Um, I have to take down the minutes that we talk about each mythical creature just to help people but um before I start that I will just tell you the book I got it actually inspired one of our close friends to read again so I will show oh. Hosanna the cover and she will see she will tell it me what you think a
1: beautiful cover. Holy
0: yes it says it is punching the air uh, by best-selling author I might mispronounce this Ibi Zoboy and Yusuf Salam of the Exonerated Five. Um, Jason Reynolds, I don't know who that is, says that it's nothing short of a masterwork of humanity. And yeah. the, um, the back, the blur says, the story that I thought was my life didn't start on the day I was born. Amal Shahid uh, has always been an artist and a poet. But even in his diverse art school, because of a biased system, he's seen as disruptive and unmotivated. Then one fateful night, an altercation in in a gentrifying neighbourhood escalates into tragedy. Boys just being boys turns out to be true only when those boys are white. The story that I think will be my life starts today. Suddenly, at just 16 years old, Amal is convicted of a crime he didn't commit and sent to prison. Despair and rage almost sink him until he turns to the refuge of his words, his art. This never should have been his story, but can he change it?
1: That sounds brilliant.
0: Now I know that someone, uh, was executed this week. Um, man was executed this week. I think his name was Bernard. Was it?
1: Um, yeah, it was
0: Bernard. I. I think Hosanna is going to check. I'm sorry for not knowing. But I know that he was only accused of killing someone when countless others have actually killed multiple people and were never even arrested. Um, Our thoughts are with their family. And I think it's very strange that I bought this book within the same week that happened. Um, It's fate, mate. Yeah, it's fate, mate. So I know his name is Bernard. I don't know what the rest of his name is have you yeah, figured it out I name either. no um i might just say it in the story um i did post about it on my story before i think hosan did as well uh, a few of our co- close friends did as well because we were all very disappointed in how america treats their black communities yeah. um but yeah this book is very beautiful if you look at the cover it's so colorful uh, every edge of it is just streaks of color and what's most interesting about it is that the story is told in poems. It's not told in a regular story format. It's just poems like anger management, grey suit, courtroom, uh, birth. Yeah. Starts with birth. So that's what really drew me in. And that's why Baby Cop Books came back before the new year. Don't expect it all the time
1: though.
0: Absolutely not. Do not expect this all the time. So, I think it's time for duh, 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 the big discussion.
1: Wait, should we do forgotten figures before we start
0: that? I am an absolute. <laughs> ridiculously forgotten person. I am so sorry. It's time for forgotten figures? Okay, Hazan, hit me with your forgotten figure.
1: So this week we have an interesting person okay. who is kind of not forgotten, but is also forgotten at the same time. Okay, Charles Pierre de Freddy Baron de Comberton. I don't know if I pronounced that right. I
0: I'm wish sorry. I had that name in front of me, but I think that was pretty good.
1: <laughs> Go on. He's mostly remembered as known as Pierre de Mhm. Comberton. Mm-hmm and basically he was a french man born in the born on first january 1863 to second of september 1937 and the reason i wanted to bring him up is because he brought back um uh, the olympics
0: oh he was the one,
1: yeah he's uh he was the founder of the international olympic committee and it's second president and is known as the father of modern Olympic games mm-hmm. and he's also a French educator and historian. Oh, wow. And to basically summarize him up, I'm going to read a paragraph from one of my favorite horrible history songs called Flame. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. I yes. To, I was actually listen to it and I was like, wow, this could be so many good forgotten figures. Mm. Um. But anyway, so it's. I'm Baron de Compton, a famous French historian. I read of the Greek Olympic Games and thought I should try restoring them. They'd be just like the old days. I said, but did propose that unlike the Greeks, Victorians should do them wearing clothes. Because that's the only reason that the Greek women weren't allowed to watch the Victorian Games. Yes. The Olympics, because they would do them naked.
0: Hilarious.
1: Um, <laughs> Loving this. So in 1896... Uh, We launched the Games in Devo, Greece, hoped it would make men more morale as well as less (laughs) obese.
0: Not very body positive, but we get it for the rhyme. They
1: hoped that it would raise morale as well as less obese. Yeah. Um, They built a stadium so they could start to play games of the modern Olympics, which we still have today. So um, that's why I think it's important to remember mr pierre because if it wasn't for him researching about it and being like huh people are kind of stupid and fat right now let's not have that let's have people be smart and body positive
0: Mhm. very interesting i i really do love that i love that um i think you did a really good job oh my god are they coming in tell me if i need to mute okay. <laughs> okay good um I think that was really good. I'm really glad that you brought forgotten figures for me. um, Except for my lapse in judgment. I guess it's time for the big discussion. Yep. Time for the big discussion. You know what we have to do. We have to discuss the origins of mythical creatures this week. Hosan. we already talked about our... Dark contrast, not Tony Stark, but just stark contrast Um, (laughs) between our choices. Uh, Would you think that you would like to start off first or should Um, I start off first?
1: I think you should start off. It's always good to start on a lighter note.
0: Okay, so I will just write down the time is 31.15 and we are starting with unicorns. Yeah, Yay. I do know that I started with unicorns and then I'm going to go into Pegasus and I didn't think about how similar they are so I don't want to I don't want to see it okay I don't want to I don't want to hear it I just I don't want to hear it today okay so hold on I should ask you know what a unicorn is
1: a little bit yes but I would like more information so please
0: well, first of all, I have to say
1: it's so fluffy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need at least one unicorn joke in this podcast. Obviously. So if you think of any... Oh, wait. I have another one. Uh, What does a horse wear to work?
1: I have no idea.
0: A uniform.
1: <laughs> that is
0: so a unicorn is a mythological creature resembling a horse or goat with a single horn on its forehead fun fact that isn't included in britannica.com topic unicorn um, is actually that the unicorn is the national uh, animal of scotland
1: yeah i think that's so fascinating i heard that a while ago i was like
0: i think that's funny too i would have thought it would have been uh, a nessie but i've seen so many tiktoks where a poor like scottish like accent is said and literally all they say is yeah we want the unicorn the this is going to be a poor accent we want the unicorn its horn can stab the english like it's just that's weird <laughs> that's that's weird Honestly, we love Scotland. Thank you for the vibes. Um, so, uh, do you want to know where the unicorn appeared in originally? Where uh, the unicorn appeared in early Mesopotamian artworks, and it also oh, was referred
1: to. What? Sorry, no. I interrupted
0: you. Go on. <laughs> it's referred to uh, the ancient myths of India and um, China. They say. So, history of Mesopotamia is the history of the region in the southwestern Asia, where the world's earliest civilization developed, and it comes from the Greek word meaning between rivers, uh, referring to the land between Tigris and Euphrates. but the region can be broadly defined to include the area that is now eastern Syria, southeastern Turkey, and most of Iraq. Um, Hosan, please uh, dig more into what you were going to tell me.
1: Oh, sorry, I was reading a story about the story of Gilgamesh, yeah. a famous hero, and I thought, I, I thought he was referring to a unicorn in that. Maybe he wasn't, dog it was, might have been something
0: else. He might have. We're only at the start, so...
1: Yeah, possibly. You know what I think is so weird, I def- this might be controversial, but I definitely, definitely, I believe that dragons, unicorns, and giants did roam the Earth. I refuse to believe they never existed.
0: How do you explain the height of my brother then? Like, I. <laughs>
1: Clearly, have you seen Sandra's family? They got some giant blood in them. is their long lost cousin.
0: Um, I was gonna say, I do, I do believe that there's always a bit of truth to everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you know when we were younger, they'd say there's three sides to every uh, story your side, my yeah. side, the truth. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's fairly fine to believe in that.
1: We didn't believe that, oh my god, this might be offensive. I'm trying to think of the best way not to say
0: this. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the best way. I have a parent who doesn't believe that the moon landing was real. Okay. I also have a parent who doesn't believe dinosaurs were real.
1: That is interesting. See, (laughs) before, right, people thought that, God, that's the right word, that's not offensive. Short people weren't real. Yes. They
0: thought that they didn't exist. Yes. So- Unmuting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we are so sorry for the chaos. I tell you I telling you, it's a weird week. It's a weird week. Yeah. It's hard to find a room that nobody
1: is in. Um anyway. Yeah. So people thought that dwarf people didn't oh god uh short people yeah didn't yeah. exist and it wasn't until you know people started uh excavating old sites of going? tribes oh my I am so sorry for muting you guys. It's a bad day today.
0: It's yeah. a bad day so today. Sorry. So basically, until we excavated, we didn't know that there was humans of different proportions and different like body types and everything, pretty much.
1: Yeah. That's where you're getting so, at, yeah? That's what I'm saying, that these animals must have existed at some point for humans to record them so much. Like, look all over Asian culture. You will see dragons. They have to have existed.
0: True. True. Also, you're the dragon two thousand. I can't say I don't believe in it. You know what I mean? I was gonna say this this is heading really into the satire of our satirical podcast. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we're leaning really in. Um I was gonna say Oh. Okay. I'll just continue. Oh no. This is what I was gonna say. Hosan, we need to talk about Zodiac.
1: Are you referring to the letters? Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do.
0: Lads, I think it's very strange that we went for a mythical podcast today. We are completely sidetracking all the time. And also, just yesterday, when I was at work, got a notification from my phone, who knows me better than anyone, clearly, (laughs) that the Zodiac Killer's cipher has been uncovered. By a mathematician, a group of people from the U.S., Australia, and Belgium, and I just need your hot takes. I know it's not nuanced November anymore, but That's I that. need your opinions, Hosan. Tell me, especially since you didn't believe that he was the cop's dad. The cop's dad. You know from the book.
1: Oh, um, I didn't believe that he was Earl Van Grey. Yeah. Yeah, um okay. So I don't know if he's
0: the that's the cop's dad, but that's what I thought from the book and I haven't read the book in a year and a bit, so yeah.
1: Yeah. So I believe right. So there's a very good book that Sandra gave me and I adore her for it because it ignited my love for true crime. And it's called Oh god, what's the like? The most dangerous animal of them all, or something. Yeah, it's something it's written like that. Yeah. By a guy named girl Earl Van Gray, I think, mm-hmm. and he believes his dad was the Zodiac killer, and he presents a lot of good information. Hmm. But I also think that it could have been this other guy who was doing fairly suspicious things, like uh, we've talked about him before. Like um, the day that the Zodiac killer was um, roaming around this lake, rescuing a couple. The dad, this dude comes back from a fishing trip head to toe in blood and is like, yeah, I caught a, I caught a big fish. That's why I'm in blood. This isn't human blood.
0: Yeah, that really freaked me out when we talked he about it. He just did
1: it. a lot of things like that. People were like, yeah, he's the killer. We, we all know it. He's the killer.
0: Yeah. Like, oh. I just, it's just so weird to me.
1: Yeah, like, I'm glad they solved it because I think it was said that in one of his letters he said that it contains his identity
0: so if they means they to begin to crack the letters, he'll actually find out who he is. Yeah. Unless he does some flippin' practical joke and he's like oh, what? I am the saviour. You know what I mean? Like, I am... Because yeah, like... cause the last letter that they just cracked yesterday basically said, oh, I'm bringing all these people to paradise. They're not afraid of dying. And neither am I. I have... I have uh, people with me that other people don't have in paradise. Something like that. You know what I mean? It was very egotistical.
1: You know what's so weird? I thought that I heard that sentence before somewhere. Like, when I read about the art, when I was reading about the article, I was like, they only cracked this now. I heard this years ago. Yeah, it felt
0: about... it felt like it was a letter sent to a journalist about another yeah. crime, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, like, I swear I've heard someone talking about a letter where the killer said, uh, like, a, a letter someone was sent by a killer. And the killer was saying, "Oh, I'm killing all these people because I'm gathering slaves for my afterlife." And I was like,
0: "I have definitely heard that. I have definitely heard that." I'm
1: just like, "This is weird."
0: Yeah, I don't know the 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 things that are happening this week are just very strange, (laughs) and I don't understand it. Yeah. So, can we get back to unicorns? Can we get back to my home ground for a bit? Because yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, we got a huge side track. Yeah,
0: so I'm so sorry. And I'm going to try and give timestamps as best as I can. So, we're getting back to it. It is currently 42.02. two. <laughs> Forty-two. Oh my god. 42.02. We're on a roll here today. Um. So, the earliest description in Greek literature of a single horned animal was by the historian... S- then to mispronounce this. Satazes, cete- uh, around four hundred BCE. But uh, what they say in parentheses is that uh, single horned in Greek is monokeros, I think, yeah. and in Latin is unicornus, uh, which makes a lot of sense to me and everything. Like in Portuguese, it would be similar and stuff. But basically, the historian related that the Indian wild ass was the size of a horse with a white body, purple head and blue eyes. And on his forehead was a cubit long horn, coloured red at the pointed tip, black in the middle and white at the base. Dear
1: Lord, that's an ugly-sounding
0: animal, no fam. <laughs> like, that is so many colours. <laughs> yeah.
1: Too gay. you you like, wait, did I smoke too much weed?
0: Yeah, what they say here is that, this is Britannica.com, by the way, those who drank from its its horn were thought to be protected from stomach trouble, epilepsy, and poison. And I hate to say it, lads, but when they they promote uh, a horn uh, to have healing properties of epilepsy and poison and stomach trouble, it's just a lot... And I love looking at Hosan's video call because I just see her family say, are you coming to town? And Hosan saying, can you not see? <laughs> I'm in a video call. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, what about the whole
1: um, maidens can only touch them thing?
0: I'm sorry. Did you research the unicorn? I didn't know this. I'm going to read through. Yes, here we go. Here we go. One of the earliest such interpretations appears in the ancient Greek bestiary. Don't know what that means, but I'm going to guess a book. Known as Physiologus which states that the unicorn is a strong, fierce animal that can be caught only if a virgin maiden is placed before it. The unicorn leaps into the Virgin's lap and she suckles it and leads it to the king's palace. Medieval writers thus likened the unicorn to Christ, who was raised, by, raised up by a horn of salvation for mankind and dwelt in the womb of the Virgin Mary other legends tell of the unicorn's combat with the elephant whom it finally spears to death with its horn. This is not a safe episode for anyone who is sensitive.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. And of the unicorn's purifying of poisoned waters with its horns so that other animals may drink.
1: I will say though, I've heard that the unicorn that a lot of historians are like people who read old historical books whatever they think that the unicorn wasn't real but instead just a metaphor for sexuality
0: makes sense since now we use unicorns to signify either very strong independent people or anybody in the lgbtq plus community also known as my favorite the alphabet mafia
1: I love that name. I'm honestly using that. I'm, next time I meet someone, and I want to ask them whether they're part of it, be part of the Alphabet, Ma- Alphabet, 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 Alphabet Mafia.
0: Yeah. I think this last fact for the unicorn will be very interesting for you. Considering you said that they thought it was a metaphor and stuff, They say that cups reputedly made of unicorn horn were actually made of rhinoceros horn or narwhal tusk and they were highly valued by important people in the Middle Ages as a protection against poison drinks. Many fine representations of the hunt of the unicorn survive in medieval art not only in Europe but also in the Islamic world and also in China. So I kind of guess that that supports our fact because in all honesty the unicorn is still seen as a symbol Um, people don't go hunting for unicorns and say oh I got a cup made of unicorn but we do have mugs with them on them we have stickers and we have glitters and stuff Um, so it just kind of shows how metaphors permeate through the human existence and stay alive to make us happy especially in a time like this
1: what do yeah, you think? even if they are mythical, I think. I mean, I don't care about people, but I. Think <laughs> I'm so sorry, your phone users.
0: Hasan, <laughs> <laughs> please go on. I'm so <laughs>
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry, I.
0: You said, you, Hosanna said she doesn't care about people. And I think that's honestly a sentiment we feel uh, during COVID-19. It's very difficult <laughs> to not say that. But
1: like I was saying, I don't care about people. Like, yeah. But if someone, even a grown-ass woman came up to me and said, um, like, oh, I love unicorns and I definitely believe they're real, and they're just so pretty, I would be like, you know what? That's fine. Do what you want, but I would never be that person that says, "Oh, uh, you realize unicorns aren't real, right? They're just fictional." I'm like,
0: bro, don't you like, know like, that the My I Little Ponies opinion. are real, but the unicorns are totally a ripoff? Exactly. I'm exactly. like, why are you trying to crush
1: someone's dreams, bro?
0: Agreed. There's no need for that. There's no need for that kind of behavior. Exactly. Hosan, I think we've made it clear that this is not an episode for the faint-hearted do you want to move yes. on to one of yours
1: okay so mine are not as cute as sandra's and you'll see why i mean so like people with horns done.
0: that could kill you not as cute
1: yeah. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> so this is one of my favorite mythological creatures and i actually drew a drawing of it a couple of weeks back so do you want to see that
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: It was, it was in one of my favorite um, it was in Supernatural, which is a show I adore and it was in one of my favorite Stephen King books The Pet Cemetery. It yes. is a very elegant Wendigo.
0: That is so beautiful. I am so Hosan, that is so cute. Well done.
1: Thank you. It took me like an hour. I love it.
0: So immensely proud so, of you.
1: The Wendigo is like really like I could go into depth. I could talk about it for hours because I love researching. It's my favorite animal. Yeah, I don't know, mythological creature or whatever. But basically, in summary, the Wendigo, um, known to come from like um, Native American tribes, uh, is a mythological man-eating creature or evil spirit from the folklore of the first nations of the aloft tribes based in north the northern forests of nova scotia the east coast of canada and the great lakes regions of canada and the united states so just a small description of it it appears humanoid it's um known to be over six feet tall Mm -hmm. they mostly have a deer skull um for a head Mm -hmm. and like a really emaciated grisly looking body Mm -hmm. and they appear emaciated with bones visible under their pallid skin Mm -hmm. which is a symbol of their unquenchable hunger Mm -hmm. and basically the whole story of why they were created was they were once humans but after being forced to eat human flesh to survive kind of like the story of Hannibal yes Um, They became monsters that retain little of the human features they once possessed. Mm -hmm. After their transformation, they begin to crave human flesh and they feed solely on it. And the more human flesh they eat, the more they lose their humanity. Okay. And the known weaknesses for Wendigos are fire and Nancy symbols, iron, steel, silver, stakes, and axes. Okay, so
0: can I make a comment? Yeah. Yes. I find it interesting that you said the the way to combat them is fire, steel axes, Nazi symbols. Because it reminds me of like the communism symbols and like the symbols of protest. It's always like pick up your battle axe, we are going to riot. So it's yeah, funny how right. this emaciated creature that's said to be like the creature of wrong, the creature of yeah. destroying one's own, is killed with a simple fire or uh, an axe <laughs> which took uh, hours or months or years to construct. Yeah, that's very interesting to me. Like,
1: they do think that it's kind of like the in most tribes and mythical like monsters i would say there's a difference between mythical creatures and mythical monsters yes i
0: would say none of our none of our creatures today are actually monsters i feel like they've all been used as an anti-hero or would i be wrong in saying that
1: that wendigo is a monster because unlike the unicorn it doesn't really serve any good purpose
0: oh true i was thinking of the Kranken. Because... Kraken, yeah. Kraken, because... That's
1: another one I'm going to talk about. Because that's definitely a monster. It doesn't yeah. do anything good,
0: does it? I don't know, but it's been used in branding.
1: That is true, yeah.
0: That's why I was thinking, is it a monster? Is that what people want to say? But anyways... Yeah. Don't let me sidetrack you. Continue with the Windigo. Please tell me more.
1: So... Well, there's not much after that. It's been portrayed very differently in like the different kind of uh, media you look at. Like in Supernatural, it's been shown as a normal human who um, changes once they like smell, kind of like a vampire effect. You know, like the way vampires smell blood. They're like, ha! Hiss.
0: Yeah, and they're um they're repelled by garlic.
1: Yeah. So It's kind of like that, it kind of just sees humans and it's like, Oh, I have to feed,
0: exactly. So, I completely understand, yeah.
1: Um, I think my favorite portrayal of it would have to be in, of course, Pet Cemetery, uh huh. Um, because they show it as this creature that's kind of there but isn't also there, mm. like it's kind of like the darkness you hide inside of you, yeah. And, uh, most tribes in the in uh, that have this kind of wendigo creature yes they kind of say that that darkness is always inside of you like it's always there yeah but it's up to you whether or not you give into it mm-hmm. and i found a really cool metaphor for it um uh basically its influence the Wendigo's influence is said to invoke acts of murder insatiable greed cannibalism and the cultural taboos against such behaviors and here, the creatures lends its name to the controversial medical modern medical term Wendigo psychosis described by psychiatrists as a culture bound syndrome with symptoms as tense craving for human flesh and fear of becoming a cannibal Mm so that's why it's one of my favorites because I just think it's so fascinating
0: I think it's really it really does show me how you're involved in science because I feel like a lot of people um picture the arts or science or whatever and they either choose this is a boring topic or this is an interesting topic to themselves and i feel like scientific people are always the most invested in theories to do with myths because it actually draws them to think about the psychology of the others around them yeah yeah because i you have to wonder why
1: would these give into these stories why would they talk about myths if there wasn't a psychological meaning behind
0: it yeah yeah
1: so do you want to go next
0: i will i will go next i have a feeling this week's episode will be extra long and that's a christmas gift from my family and hosan's family to yours i say christmas but honestly i've been loving the Vlognika um series on YouTube like uh cool. Hannah Witten's vlognikas are really cool. Um I've been loving the Instagram content, the TikTok content of Jewish people. So thank you. Uh happy Kwanzaa, happy Eid, happy any holiday that you have, and if you don't celebrate anything or if you're atheist, um happy December. <laughs> <laughs> uh also uh thank you to my Sagittarius and Capricorn babies. Um having fun birthdays uh now i shall move on to the pegasus um i like the pegasus because anyone who's called margaret can be called peggy and that that reminds me of peggy carter and i think i love it (laughs) i think i do I don't know margaret just has a lot of nicknames and it's kind of cool like maggie mags peggy uh very good now are we shocked that it's found in greek mythology no absolutely not absolutely not so (coughs) in greek mythology a winged horse also known as pegasus uh, sprang from the blood of the gorgon medusa As she was beheaded by the hero Perseus All the Percy Percy Jackson fans Are now in the chat Hello With (laughs) Athena's or Poseidon's help Another Greek hero A Bellerophon Bellerophon Captured Pegasus And rode him first in his fight With the oh my god With your your guy The Chimera Chimera? Chimera? yeah. yeah, Rodan first in the Chimera, with the fight with the Chimera, and later while he was taking vengeance on the and Anthea, who had falsely accused Bellerophon. Subsequently, Bellerophon attempted to fly with Pegasus to heaven, but was unseated yeah. and killed or, by some accounts, slain. Oh, I don't like that. That's not great. This is not the episode for the faint-hearted, definitely. The winged horse became a constellation on the servant of Zeus. You know, General F-boy. The spring Hippocrene on Mount Helicon was believed to have been created when the hoof of a pegasus struck a rock. Now, hold on. That's a lot to take in.
1: That's
0: a lot to take in. Can we thank every Greek uh what is it literature that has been poured out into this i really considered bringing medusa to the table here yeah and it has been mentioned kind of and i am very happy with this do you have any comments so far or should i continue
1: i will say though this is not about the Pegasus, but i will say um i've always viewed um medusa i didn't see what happened to her as a curse i didn't ever think that the that athena cursed her i think athena was trying to protect her because she athena herself was obviously very beautiful thought to be beautiful mm-hmm. and well athena knew what it was like seeing aphrodite and seeing the wind because we all know myths aren't as light-hearted as they seem they have darker undertones and obviously athena knew this and she was like Well, I've seen what beauty can do to men, and I want to protect... Because I'm pretty sure that the original story of Medusa was that she was raped, I think.
0: Yes, yes, it was. So,
1: I believe that Athena turned Medusa into a Gorgon because she wanted to protect her from people she knew would harm her further. Yeah,
0: I agree. I really think that, and I've liked all of the, the lore that goes behind that, because... It's allowed yeah. people of colour and people of a different minorities to connect with Medusa. I've seen a lot of comic yeah. books about Medusa, a lot of just regular amateur art, and I've really always liked it. I've always liked the idea of a female or a person with snakes yeah. in their hair, and the very gaze of them uh, turns you into stone, and the po- possibility of someone falling in love with you that is blind... Also yeah. is intriguing to me. I really find that cool. And that's what I like about most, myth, most, most myths and legends and even fairy tales. Because they can always be spun in a different way and retold.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also, on the note of Pegasus, can we not forget that Mr. Loki also gave birth to a pe- Pegasus in Norse mythology. An eight-legged horse named Schlefnir, I think.
0: So we stand, that trend. Um, I stand. I really do. I adore Loki. And I can't take it off my brain, the fact I know about the movie, about Tom Hiddleston <laughs> in the costume. And I just, yeah. I don't think I need that in my head. And I still know it. Yeah, because I was
1: reading about it and I was like, hold on, let me get this straight. This guy, who was thought to be the sneakiest and one of the most clever people in Asgard, was like, you know the best way to distract this horse and win my family's favour? Become a woman horse and sleep with him. That's the way to do it.
0: I mean, that wasn't even the fact I was talking about, but also, what a mood. (laughs)
1: Yeah, sorry, (sighs) continue.
0: Oh, It's okay. Um... Pegasus' story was a favourite theme in Greek art and literature. Europides' U- lost tragedy, Belophoron, was parodied at the beginning of Aristophanes' piece of uh, 421 BC. In late antiquity, Pegasus' uh, soaring flight was interrupted as an allegory of the soul's immortality. In modern times, it has been reg- regarded as a symbol of poetic inspiration. Um, I think that's very interesting. I like that because anything that says the soul is connected in a way and that death is not really death and life continues because mushrooms feed off the living matter of the floor and grow and we will always be here. Yeah, I kind of love it. And I know this could sound really depressing, but I really do love it. Oh my God, my story. <laughs> I'm just... Oh, <laughs> uh, on, Oh, God. But a, I just think that it's really interesting that this was used for, uh, as an allegory. And I feel like the yeah. Pegasus could be used in so much more like children's art and stuff to bring the yeah. same idea forward.
1: I suppose that's why they chose it for, like,
0: My Little Pony. Yes. Because there is some symbolism behind it. My little pony, my little pony. <laughs> no, I I agree. I think I'm going to stop on the Pegasus there. I think if you want to read any more, well, actually, that's pretty much done, but there's only a bit more. Uh, Basically, it's a constellation in the northern sky at about 23 hours right at Ascension uh, and 20 degrees north in Declension. Um I think it's really cool and I think it's really good but uh uh you can research more if you want if you find out any stories that you think are worth us knowing about in regards to any of the ones we've talked yeah. about let us know. Uh so yeah. we are currently at 105 1 hour 5 minutes 5 seconds. <laughs> And, Hosan, hit me with your next boy or gal or they, thems.
1: So, our next one is, going off of Sandra's, the Chimera. So, the Chimera is, in short words, a monstrosity. <laughs> because, from the right angle, um, a Chimera might look like nothing but a simple lion. But then it would turn and you would see that it had a goat's head jutted from the middle of its body like a bulbous toxic growth. The tail is green, shimmered under the light and covered in scales. The tip of the tail would be two shallow eyes above a slithering tongue that hissed and venom dripping out of its mouth. In short, this was horrific to look at because it was a mixture of all the most terrifying creatures that the greeks could think of and it was immensely powerful because even the goat head in the center of the body could breathe out a blaze of fire hot enough to incinerate a man to ashes now why did this even exist
0: dragons no (laughs) sorry
1: Kind of. It's basically the twisted offspring of a monstrous snake named Typhon and his half-human bride.
0: Oh. Her name is Jane. No, (laughs) it isn't. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Um, The real source of the story, many people think though, might have actually been to the Hitties. Before the Greeks started telling stories of their Chimera, the Hitties were already telling stories of a Chimera-like beast. That had a woman's head in the place of a goat and wore a pair of eagle wings Mm -hmm. and eventually the greeks displaced the hittite culture and the story of the chimera morphed into exponentially the more monstrous creature we hear of today Mm -hmm. and um the most famous story of the chimera is the tale of belpharon who rode into battle against it on the back of a winged horse pegasus and
0: that's the one we're talking about that's the one i talked about
1: yeah. I just pronounce um, it weird. Basically, no one... Is... I mean, it's an ancient Greek name. No one's going to care. <laughs> um, basically, no one could defeat the Chimera until Mr. on and how he managed to do this was he managed to drive a lance down to the beast's throat right before it could burn him with fire- fireball and fire in his belly was so hot that it melted the metal of his lance filling the creature's throat with
0: molten metal and choking it to death. So, great ending to the story. Love it. Love to see it. Love to hear it. Love to smell it. Um. <laughs> um I guess I would just say wasn't there a Mission Impossible movie where they invented a virus and they called it the Chimera?
1: Yeah, I think there was. The one
0: where sorry. the girl. Sorry if you didn't watch the Mission Impossibles, but lads, it's been a while. Um, the girl injects the Shamira into herself so then the bad guys can't take her without her being alive. And then Tom Cruise has to basically like kick ass and save her. And then he has a holiday at the end of it and he sees her and everything. So I'm pretty
1: sure. Oh, yeah, is that the one on Cabo Diaz?
0: No. No, it's the one. She's a person of oh. color. They're in a hotel. What is it? Uh, I'm going to look it up. I'll tell you the one it is. Shamira. What about you? What do you think about the metaphorical nature of the Shamira? I'm not too sure what the
1: metaphorical nature of it would be. I'm not certain on what it could stand for.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, it is Mission Impossible 2. Uh,. From the two thousands. So if
1: you haven't seen it by now,
0: that's on you. That's on you. Uh the actress in question Don't know. Can't remember. Trying to find it. She look, I'll show you. I'll show Hosan. We don't know her name. I would I would find it out for you, but the this episode is already like an hour long. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how I could possibly Hazan, can you yeah, see that? Or is it pixelated? Yeah.
1: No, no, I know the one you're talking about, the whole virus thing, and they're all trying to get the virus and whatever. And
0: then she injects it into herself and everyone's like, no! No! Yeah, at that point, I was like, are you seeing? Did she just do that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Did she just go there? Like, why? Okay. It's time for my final one. Sources on this one were hard because I don't think uh, Britannica.com got uh, got one for me. Oh, they do! Thank God. I was going to resort to Wikipedia, but I like keeping it consistent, y'all. You can find all the ones I talked about on Britannica.com. Hosan, We got another Greek, baby. We got another Greek. Oh, nice. Centaur. Greek. Centauros. In Greek mythology, a race of creatures, part horse, part man. I don't have a thing for horses. I'm not a horse girl. I didn't know it could seem that way, now <laughs> that I'm thinking about it. So I just want to point it out. I haven't even gone on a horse ever. So, dwelling in the mountains of Thessaly and Arcadia. Oh, beautiful. Traditionally, they were the offspring of uh, Icicon a Is- uh, king of the neighboring Lapiths and were best known for their fight uh, Centaur Machi with the Lapiths which resulted from their attempt to carry off the bride of Pertheus, son and successor of Ixion uh, they lost the battle and were driven from Mount uh, Pelion there's a lot of eons here and I'm not doing well uh, in later Greek times, they were often represented by the drawing of a chariot and of the wine god. The wine god, what is his name?
1: Diosthenes. Yes.
0: Diosthenes okay. were bound and ridden by Eros, the god love, in allusion to their drunken and amorous habits. Their general characters were that of wild, lawless, and inhospitable beings. Um, the slaves. Uh, wait, sorry, I didn't mean to pause there. I just want to write down the time we're at. Uh, the, 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 the slaves of their animal's passions. The centaur Chiron, Chiron, Chiron was not typical in this respect. Uh, we are of course referring to the same man who is the leader of the the camp at what is a camp what's it called? Half-Blood. Yes, yes Half-Blood. That. yes, that one. Centaurs may best be explained as the creation of a folktale in which wild inhabitants of the mountains and savage spirits of the forest were combined in a half-human, half-animal form. I'm sorry if you heard the ringtone there. It's my mom calling. Love you, mommy. Um, in early art, they were portrayed as human beings in the front with the body and the hind legs of a horse attached to the back. Later, they were men only as far as the waist. They fought using rough branches of trees as weapons. Um. Yeah. I don't even know what to say after that. Are Sagittarius a centaur? That's what I need to look up there. So, Hosan, please, please give me your thoughts.
1: Um. I mean, the only thing I've really been curious about centers is how do they have sex? Do they do it like horses? What do they do with their arms?
0: I like how we made this not safe for work. Not at all <laughs> difficult, but now that we're saying it, I'll tell you. Because <laughs> I have not heavily researched this. Sagittarius yeah, are all night trying to figure it
1: out.
0: <laughs> Sagittarius are centaurs. If I'm going off the logic that they do it like horses, it's going to be doggy style.
1: what, what do they just like cross their arms
0: No, the arms are used to support the person that they are with. As in like this, like they're hugging the person to them. They kind of just flop their arms on top. Don't look any so, of this up, people. I,
1: thought it. I always <laughs> I just thought people stood there and their were... arms.
0: No, that wouldn't work.
1: <laughs>
0: that just wouldn't work. It's kind of, you know what it is? Centaurs do it like how when you put two Barbies together. Oh
1: my god, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, that's what I mean. Like... It doesn't look like synchronized. Can you
1: give me one second.
0: Yeah, I will give you one second. Hosan is currently mute. Um, welcome to Capitalism Thanks I Hate It. This is episode 30. We have just finished talking about centaurs. There's currently um what is it? a lot of sibling stuff happening in Hosan's household. So that's what's going on. It's been a weird week for me. I think it's just because it's December. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. December is very much like a depressing time. It's a depression season for me. I think it is for a lot of people I know. And I really love Christmas and I love holidays and everything. But I just have a really hard time in December. Between sleeping when my fibromyalgia pain happens. And like um, having a balance of home and work life. And I'm really glad to say that at least this time I feel happy and I feel like um, like I'm getting through December, but I don't think I would do that if I wasn't building the routines that I have this far. So this is kind of the interlude section where Hosan's just gone for a bit, but not to, not to go on too much of a rant, but pretty much I just think I have exercised a lot and it's gotten a bit much (laughs) like it's a bit difficult so now I've just stuck to walking and I think this year I'm much better with my limitations I've been handling them a lot more um I had a lot of negative self-thought at the start of December so I'm working on doing a lot less shoulds in my head like oh I should be doing this and I should be doing that and thinking more like I feel like this and I've done all these things that are really cool and should feel really... Com- and Should feel, no. And feel really accomplished with them. So that's how I'm currently at. Like, it is depression season, but I am striving. And Hosanna's back. I just went on a little <laughs> interlude about how December is depression season for me, but, but yes. I feel like this year I'm much better. So. That's good. Yeah, so I think we've finished on centaurs. I think we got a bit spicy there, and um, I think I've given myself enough airtime for myths. I think it's time for you to take the wheel, Hosan. Tell me, what's the next one?
1: So the last one we have is the Kraken, because who doesn't love a good Jack Sparrow reference? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the 18th century, the Norwegian bishop, Erik yeah insisted that the Kraken was no myth. The fishermen of Norway had seen it firsthand countless times, usually on hot summer days. Mm-hmm. Um, Our Pidden was quoted saying, our fishermen usually affirm that they row out several miles and that the Kraken is at the bottom of the sea. Um, I would have to say, I believe the guy, because we've only explored 5% of the ocean. True. It could exist.
0: True. And also, can we say it's a cephalopod, and I really like drawing cephalopods, also known as octopus.
1: Yes, that is a very valid reason. <laughs> so, um, the way they described how it would often appear is, at first there would be a bubbling and scattering of marine life, as if every fish in the sea had suddenly started to play in a panic. Mm-hmm. Then a great black form rose from the depths. Any sailor that wanted to sur- wanted to survive had to get him away had to get himself away as far as possible. So when the sailors had fled to a distance they imagined would keep them safe, though curiosity got the better of them, they would turn back to look at it. They saw a monster come to the surface. Its back appeared to be a mile and a half in circumference, looks at first like a small number of islands surrounded by what seems like floating seaweeds. Here and there, there is a larger rising which is observed as a sandy bank, and at at last several bright spots or horns appear, which appear thicker the higher they rise, and sometimes when they stand up as high and large as the mass of middle-sized vessels. So this was known as the Kraken, the largest and most ferocious creature in the ocean. Um, surfaced a Kraken would stretch out as far as 10 warships side by side, it had great tentacles that could pull a ship and its crew into the watery grave below, and even if it let you be, its massive size would create such a whirlpool that when it drove back into the water, it would suck a whole fleet under sh- underneath. So the, there is documentation of this horrifying mythological creature haunting the seas ever since the sixth, 13th century. The Viking hero, or Var of Iceland, it said, mistook one for an island and was nearly swallowed whole. The Kraken ranks among those mythological creatures that have stuck with us and excited our imagination for centuries. Those fishermen on the coast of Norway, though, might not have been entirely wrong. While While there is no creature quite as massive as the real Kraken, scientists have discovered the giant squid, which can grow up to 600 pounds this mythological creature may have just been an exaggerated report on an oceanic monster or who knows perhaps they really did see it perhaps somewhere under the sea waiting to be discovered is an even more enormous squid big enough to share a ship in half i believe it's true it could definitely exist
0: i think it exists i think the fact Like you brought up, that we've only explored five percent of the oceans is reason enough to agree to it. But also, Mm -hmm. with the amount of pollution in the air, the amount of development that the world has gone under, the amount of movement, everything, why couldn't there just be a simple group of this species hiding? Exactly. But also,
1: on that note,
0: what would they feast on? true do they feast on like coral and seaweed and stuff but then also like it's a herbivore it's a omnivore kind of situation Hmm? anyway on that note please continue sorry for interrupting
1: no that's the end of it but i also believe that mermaids to an extent could exist as
0: well oh my god are you on the same tiktok as me are you on the same tiktok as me Chances are amazing. Hosean, I will tell you. Okay, it one twenty-two. The uh, discussion of that specific creature is done. But I need to tell you. Um, they were uh, There's a TikTok where people say that... Um, this girl says monkeys don't have webbed hands. What are they talking oh, about? Yes. Look at us. We have webbed hands. And then some people have webbed feet and everything. And she was like, along that line in uh evolution are we related to frogs and therefore could mermaids still exist or have existed
1: yeah i think it's true i saw that tiktok and i might have even sent it to you
0: yes you might but have
1: i think it's complete although i will say i 100 percent don't believe that mermaids look like the ones from ariel they don't look anything like that
0: no i think they're more on the on the spectrum of in portuguese we call them sereish uh right. in english you call them sirens uh yeah. you know like i want alluring but i want scary you know what i mean i think yeah. that they're half human half fish but also to evolve to that extent do they speak the same language as us no you know what i mean yeah like, i
1: i, I probably have some sort of either telepathic or something like that, mm-hmm. or they speak similar to how fish would not fish, but like, dolphins. we don't know, because
0: dolphins, species. sharks,
1: yeah, that kind of species. This. Because obviously these fish would have to live deep, deep under the ocean. That's so what I mean. They probably look something similar to anglerfish. Yes. You know, like they have the light, the big eyes.
0: Yes. Yes. Shadow tank green love his content and just that you said anglerfish it brought me there
1: yeah and my favorite video Hank green has to be his don't eat glass don't
0: do it and then there's this thing that looks like forbidden icing and he's like i don't want to say this but i have to say it don't eat whatever that is don't eat that pudding paste it looks like plaster from a wall don't eat it yeah. but also i like the one where his son turned to him and he was like what is a misfit And he was like, it's someone who doesn't fit in. And he's like, oh, like you. He was like, (laughs) like me? Who told you I'm a misfit? And then his son was like, I just know. And then he's like, are you a misfit? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, we'll be misfits together. That's, that's love.
1: I saw a comment, which I thought was so realistic about Hank Green. Someone was like, Hank Green is Gen Z's impulse control.
0: Yeah yeah I can I can vouch for that I think that howdy howdy would have eaten grass by now (laughs) if John and Hank Green didn't step in Yeah. um I'm very grateful for Hank Green and his assistant Peyton who is responsible for his TikTok presence thank you thank you very much um this is gonna, I, not us creating the best episode this week, not us,
1: not us, like Hassan. Uh, Although I will apologize for the times that my family decided let's talk to Hosan today.
0: Yeah, we're sorry. It is what it is. Um, I can't remember the next segment we go on to. I think, I think it's not a moment, it's meeting. a movement. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it? Yeah. It is. it is? Yeah. It's not a moment, it's a movement. Hosan, what have you got for me?
1: So, this week I have something interesting, I suppose. Mm hmm. And uh, it is known as. It is the Her- Gary. Sinai's Foundation Twenty Twenty. Mm. So basically, what it is is ahead of the holiday, some of Hollywood's biggest names are honorary honoring military families who have lost their loved one in combat. Um, this foundation is basically just for you know those people who've lost their family in war, and everyone knows during Christmas, everyone gets sentimental. Why do I sound like I'm criticising them?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hazan's looking at me like, Sandra, I know you have feelings. We all have feelings. (laughs) Hazan is actually being so genuine. Yeah, she's being very genuine. Honestly. I wouldn't.
1: We all know those people. They're like, oh, Christmas, my loved one, gone. And um, obviously everyone knows when you throw a celebrity in there, you get get good awareness and you get good raises from it yeah so a lot of big stars were like yep we're gonna do this 2020 virtual room and raise as much awareness as we can and basically some of the big names are Tom Hanks, Angelina Jolie and of course my lovely Keanu Reeves (laughs) (laughs) can
0: I say something on that yes this is not anything against the movement I absolutely adore it I think you like sebastian stan more than you like keanu reeves yeah <laughs> and it's it, and it's not true it's just that lots more people simp sebastian stan so hosan will send me more sebastian stan stuff even though i know she yeah. loves keanu reeves more this is ridiculous yeah, they're both grown funny. men but i'm sorry i had to say
1: it <laughs> no, i appreciate it it's just that not many people understand how nice and how amazing Can Reeves is! So obviously, I get a lot more Keanu, um Sebastian Stan content, Ken Reeves. I mean, Johnny Depp content. Yeah, but what the reason I like these three actors the most is because I love how involved with charity they are. Like Ken Reeves has this secret foundation, no one knows the name of, which raises hundreds of euros, and he donates most of his paycheck to this foundation to help those with leukemia, because we all know. His sister had leukemia, and he didn't want anyone else to suffer um, the heartbreak that he was suffering.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you have um, Johnny Depp, who dresses up as Captain Jack Sparrow and visits uh, loads of children's hospital to just see them smile, because he knows how much they love his character. Yeah. And. Um, I I probably sent this video and it's so heartbreaking whenever I watch it. Um, It was, jo- it was Johnny Dapp and he was sitting down with this little girl and she was like, oh, I noticed you like have you, like your fingers hurt. And she's like, how'd you hurt it? And it's so heartbreaking when you know the fact that he hurt it is because Amber heard, threw a bottle on him and broke his finger. Yeah. But he goes, oh no, no, I ate it. I was so hungry on set one day. I gobbled it right up. And he was like making everyone laugh and it's so sad when you know
0: the actual truth to it
1: yeah yeah um yeah and then you have Sebastian down with his hundreds of campaigns like the hungry kid he has loads on his uh what do you call it social Instagram media page. you yeah. just have to go on it yeah sorry i got sidetracked <laughs> what
0: was your you're okay um i'm glad you brought up johnny depp uh i've been seeing it a lot uh there's a lot of celebrities coming forward and saying how they were either physically or sexually abused or mentally abused by their partners, and particularly I'm thinking of Georgia Harrison, whose partner, yeah. um, I wouldn't even say his name, I'd, I'm not even going to say his name for the sake of it, but basically her partner put cameras all around their house and um, filmed actual acts between them and put it on his OnlyFans and put it on Pornhub and everything, and it's made thousands yeah. upon thousands of pounds and euros and he continues yeah. to have a career um she has her own career and stuff but i just think it's really shocking that um he they're from england and there's laws preventing this and it didn't yeah. prevent it and then people are coming out and yeah. saying this is revenge porn but no this is image-based sexual abuse and i know how yeah. they're both like very correlated but also yeah. Before they had even broken up, this was already a thought in his mind. Like, this is very heartbreaking to me.
1: Yeah, like, it's scary to know that. Can you imagine how she must feel? She now thinks, God, if I had never broke up with him, none of these would be out.
0: Yeah, and we don't even know that for sure. And we don't even know for sure if he wouldn't have profited off it, even before they had broken up. So I stand with her. Also, um... I don't know this one, if you know this, uh, oh, FKG Twigs.
1: Oh, FK Twigs and Shia
0: LaBeouf. Yes, um, she's currently in court because she says that Shia LaBeouf has abused her on countless occasions. She didn't want to bring it up because of his platform and his career. She didn't want to destroy his career. She has only come forward now. Um, viewing her instagram i didn't know about her before this i i'll be honest i didn't follow her but um so many of my friends have posted her story and um my heart goes out to her and i hope she finds justice and coming from someone um from shia labeouf who himself has been abused or has allegedly claimed he was abused i do not know the story i was not there um it's very shocking to think that he would do that um So my heart goes out to these people. And I also want to say, I know people that are in really uncomfortable situations at the moment. They are living with family that are not supported um, or also have people that are getting divorced and their mothers were the abusers and not their fathers. So I would just like to say um, not every story is black and white or not you know completely concrete like you're not gonna look at someone and say oh yeah Sandra has perfect health or "Hosan got up this morning with a smile on her face you know what I mean like yeah. we no, we are all human we all have stuff going on and um yeah. one good consolation that comes out of this I think is that no one cares what's going on you know what I mean like you could walk on a bus and You're kind of feeling horrible. You feel like your clothes aren't fitting well or whatever. And someone's going to compliment you probably during the day. So like, just take it all on your stride. You got this. Like, You know what you're doing. I've had a lot of our friends come out a few days ago and tell me that life is really hard at the moment. I'm really busy. And I literally said to them, I was like, this is a busy month. Very hard. You are working through it. You are trying your best. And I am sending you all the love.
1: Yeah, all the love. I will say, you know what? Um, always helps me. Yeah. Whenever I started doing this recently, and I it actually helped me a lot. Um, yeah. When I want to feel confident, or I just need to take a breath, and realize my worth, I always listen to something empowering. Like for me, something empowering has something with John Wick in it, because <laughs> even though he's an assassin. He always makes me feel like, shit, I can be that confident. I can stride and hold my head high. Yes. Yes. Just be great. Yes. Like one song for me has always been, whatever it takes.
0: Mm hmm. Um, yes. I always think
1: about it like, whatever it takes, I'm going to live through another day.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I
1: would definitely recommend finding that one song that just makes you feel like, ah! Agreed. It's be great. Yes.
0: On that note, um, I actually, I just went, um, not today, but another day, I went to a shop and someone that works there knows my family and stuff. And they saw my uniform and they were like, oh, are you still in college? Like, where are you working and stuff? And I was like, oh, I'm working. This is where I'm working and stuff. And they were like, oh my God, congratulations. What a job and stuff. So that just yeah. goes to show I was exhausted. I just wanted to get my meal. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'm going home. I'm looking yeah. sweaty. I'm looking worse for wear. And still, I got complimented. So, people yeah. people don't notice the bad. They notice the good. Um, um, Can I say, uh, YouTube this week has been amazing. I'd like to shout out uh, Jessica Calgren's Fo- Fozard's Vlogmas is cool. If you want a shorter Vlogmas, uh, Beth B Extra. She uh, does some D&D podcasting. And she is also an artist. Uh, She is actually responsible for a lot of Anna Akana's videos. And she works with a lot of YouTubers doing their animation. Uh, If you look up uh, Nicole Rafi, she has a podcast called Talk Nasty to Me. She's known as Nikki Nasty. And um, her mom has just gone through her last round of chemo. Uh, Nicole herself has just graduated from Temple University. And we can just say congratulations to you both.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that should be it for without a moment, uh, moment. This is not a moment. It's a movement. So it's time for, as you said, songs, mixtape, of the week. mixtape of the week. So tell me, what have you got for me, Hosan?
1: Um mixtape this week um for my songs nothing new yeah um i suppose i added what's it called oh a song that's been stuck in my head for the past two days two of them actually one was um what's it called um you know that very famous one it's like um oh god (laughs)
0: Tell all your friends that I'm crazy and (gasps) drive you mad. Because I'm just a stalker, a watcher, a psychopath.
1: It's
0: Manic, it's Maniac by uh, Conan Gray. Yeah. Tell all your friends that we dated and drive you mad. That I'm such a stalker, a watcher, a psychopath. psychopath. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty
0: much it. I've just been listening to a lot of people. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Um, I will give you "Sea of Lovers" by Christi- okay. Christina Perry. That go the way that goes is like a sea of lovers without ships, lovers without souls, and it's like um, where you go, I'll follow. Sea. Lovers without chips, lovers with toes. Very good. Very good song. Uh, Yellow by Coldplay. Very nostalgic, very English, uh, higher level uh, levels. Um, Sunflower by Harry Styles. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say Sunflower, like the one in Into the Spider no. Oh, funny. yeah, that
0: one too. Absolutely. Anyone called Sunflower is great. And that is not a joke um, The colour of the year Is yellow and grey So I'm feeling that mood right now Yellow and grey for me I saw a tweet I sent this to you By the yeah. Blind Boy podcast Where he said he got uh, 23 I think it was million or billion uh, Streams on his podcast. So now he was talking to Hosier for his next episode. I told my brother this. And he was like, so he's interviewing her. And I was like, No, he's interviewing him. And he's like, I thought you were talking about the girl. And then I paused. I was like, he thought I was mad. Because I thought he was talking to Halsey. (laughs) And that is not the truth. But I would be mad so i want everyone to know that once our podcast reaches a lot of numbers i want you to tweet and mention halsey and ask her if she would like to um come on our podcast because i absolutely adore ashley frangipani also known as halsey also known as the creator of the manic um album and uh the songs like ghost and be kind and americano americana and please <laughs> universe
1: Dream come true.
0: people make it happen i'm getting her book um for my birthday for myself i've decided nice. but yeah uh halsey uh, i really admire her she did a series of YouTube videos with Bernie Sanders talking about the things that need to be improved in America and I just really like her stuff, I just really like her stuff. So yeah, uh, we are currently on the longest episode we've ever filmed in one part. What
1: can we say, we're passionate people.
0: So it's time for, let me see the menu. Uh (sighs) getting kind of hungry are you yeah kind of hard um oh what is that um it
1: looks great
0: doesn't it um i'll i'll have what she's she's having having? cheers waiter thanks most in sync we've ever been hosan props to you um what are you having today
1: I'm having what I've been having for breakfast for the past two weeks. Um, and I have to recommend this. It is such a simple dish, but it is so good. Basically, right, you get a tortilla, okay? Mm-hmm. You get an egg. Mm-hmm. With the egg, maybe add some spices. Mm-hmm. Then you get a brush thing. You know the thing you, that you brush I do. The eggs on? So you get that, and then you brush it all over the tortilla, front and back. Then you get a tomato. Cut in half cut it into three slices cut that half into three slices put it on the tortilla oh yeah the tortilla has to be fried before. so fry it in, like yeah cook the tortilla then mm-hmm. put it aside cut your tomatoes put it on the tortilla cut some onion put it on the tortilla get it some lemon juice put it on the tortilla get some ketchup put it on the tortilla wrap it up delicious thank and you Ozan. For
0: that was an adventure i yeah. love the vegetables i like the condiments very well done very okay. well done
1: what about you my lady
0: i would say uh today's breakfast was toast with a glass of milk so that was very plain for a mid-afternoon i had porridge with uh kelkins uh, peanut butter the cheap the cheapest chocolate spread you could find cook, cook the porridge first then add both the peanut butter is smooth peanut butter so it's very good gives you a bit of extra protein Also, I've heard a lot of studies that currently, for people like me that have depression and anxiety, uh, vitamin D really helps during this time, especially with seasonal affective disorder. So I've been taking my, get outside, get yourself some fresh air, get a walk in or something. But also I've been taking cod liver oil supplements that have vitamin D and vitamin A. Um, I have a Himalayan salt lamp to help me go to sleep. And they are my current stuff of the week. And just remember, we're all human. We all have stuff going on. Take it easy, folks. Yes. I have been Sandra. Welcome to my mixtape. I'm tired. And you have been...
1: What's that? Gender band Shane Medage.
0: And this has been... Capitalism? Thanks. I episode 30 next week is our uh, holiday episode Yes. 30 days has September, April, June and November, all the rest have 31 except for February alone so we gotta end on a high note
1: yeah
0: lads, like Hosan's meal of the week it's a wrap